Another episode of All About Millennials, and we are on episode 13. Oh my gosh, I was going to say 13. I think I've forgotten how to speak, guys. <laughs> Out of the house! <laughs> ah! But <laughs> we've got a great episode. We're on part three of Black Business Owner Showcase, and we brought on... Well, <laughs> you guys know him. him from me, and I've been on his podcast, I think, three times now, and we may be wrestling nerds, gamers, but at the end of the day, I respect this man so much because we're both, like, running our own production companies, running our own productions and podcasts as African-American business owners from two different sections of the country and i want to reintroduce my audience anyway to a great friend of mine trico fullerton how you doing uh how you doing guys so glad to be back on all about millennials so uh, happy to be here for uh, this episode i love that background that's new Thank you, thank you. This got a new upgrade with a uh, with a logo for from a from a, one of my artists who's a designer, and she helped me fix it out. It, it looks really cool. Wow. And I think we'll do like a combo thing for the flat um, for the thumbnail for Spotify, just so people can see it. If if I can get that worked in on Anchor, but for those that are on. YouTube, would you mind moving to your right so people can have a little bit of a look-see? Yep. Let me see. That is fresh. That is dope, even though we <laughs> see a fan. Boom <laughs> yeah. backgrounds, everybody. Boom uh, <laughs> backgrounds, no green screens, everybody. But Mine. I can't talk. <laughs> oh, man. But to be honest, it's been very weird and the one thing I want to preface this even though we I thought it was going to be four a four-week series this is going to be a Trico's actually on our last episode of this series on our black business owner showcase for a couple reasons one is me wanting to just have it for the month but also and didn't realize that next Friday we are one day away from the 4th of July. However, also, you can, society moves so quick, but we focus and try and almost force our opinions and our beliefs down everybody's throats. It just gets, I would say, stale after a while, you know? So, and I say this in regards to the whole speak, speaking out, speak up movement right now. And I'm not saying one demographic or one ethnicity or one gender is over another. 
However, one shouldn't place their stance on anything over one other person saying that I'm in the right, you're in the wrong, focus on me, focus on why I'm hurting. No, they're racism and sexual abuse and domestic violence are three major issues that have been going on for centuries. However, what it is can't easily go for that. And next week also for the 4th of July weekend, Kayla and myself will be doing an Ask Us Anything on right here. And if you look directly on our Facebook, on our Instagram, or shall I say my Facebook page, Kayla's Instagram, or either of our personal Instagrams or the podcast Instagram, whatever social media, I don't care. We <laughs> will have a one post just saying, ask us anything till 70 for the next 72 hours. And we'll just answer whatever, wherever, and just have that for that weekend. But that is not why we are here today. Mr. Fullerton, would you mind telling the class how, not how you and I met, because we went through that last time, but your journey from Miami to Orlando back to Miami? So my journey from there, like I did, like I, after I got my association in my everyday cars, I decided I want to move forward to my bachelor's. And they say Full Sail was the best uh, film school all around. So that prompted me to um, just tr try so somewhere new. I like, I love Orlando. I like going to Disney World Universal. But I never got a chance to uh, to explore more of Orlando. So I made a decision choice to uh, to to live for Orlando and to, to go to Full Sail University. It was kind of tough for me because like being away from my parents for the uh, for the first time and be able to live on my own. So that was a kind of a experience that I know. That I was gonna go go through, but um, I'm happy with the the experience and the moments that I had meeting new friends and uh, and catching moments that at Full Sail University and all around. So I am grateful for for that to have the opportunity to be a, a lot of teachers and instructors uh, and the inner experience and events that I can be able to attend at Full Sail University. So I think that was the best two years of my life for Full Sail University in Orlando. Amazing. And I'll say this, Trigo did say two years within four. It's not that we went under a rush or he got through the program real quick, like on an accelerated schedule. It's just that full sale, those programs are either two year for the undergrad, maybe three, depending on how you want to do it, and just take breaks in between, or a year for the masters. So, and then also, I want to bring up one key point that was kind of bothering me a little bit as I went. I don't know if it was kind of the uh, same format in the bachelors as it was for the masters, but this is one thing I kind of picked up on while going through my undergraduate in Indiana, as well as my masters at Full Sail and then even K-12, but the sheer coming out of it as a filmmaker, as an entertainer, without too many African-American, little male, African-American male instructors. So what, what was your experience like for that? Or uh, 
I think um, I had uh, there was a couple um, African American instructors uh, that that we had, and um, they was very friendly uh, um, at times, but they also they was very strict on us because they want us to succeed into well when we get out of full sail and we go out to uh get in the industry in the industry that we're gonna go to because like the the, the things that is that they're teaching us is the same things that they went through like uh, they they might have been teachers uh, they might uh, sorry but um students at Full Sail University and they gone into in the industry and then came back to Full Sail University to be in um, instructors uh, over there so it was a lot of um a knowledge and um an experience to to learn from and then once we got that knowledge and um and that inexperience, so we'd be able to take that and um and learn for what we uh, did at Full Sail University and be able to uh, to put it out to the world and show and showcase our skills and knowledge that that we learned. Nice, nice, nice. And going and you and as we talked about going to and from Miami for school, but. Explain your experience of just wanting, even though you lived in a live in a major city, grew up in a major city, going to and from your hometown in between school and then going back to your hometown just after school and making a living. Definitely in a city that's kind of more diverse than most. Um, I would say that um, and when I was in, in, in Miami Dade College, there are, are like the, the structures I had, uh, like they had their own way uh, of teaching about the film industry and also Full Sail University, uh, the instructors there, they had their own way of teaching how the film industries go. So I took that, that knowledge of what those instructors from Miami Dade College and Full Sail University and to be able to put it together so like, well, once uh, I finished from Miami Dade College and Full Sail University, I've been able to take those knowledge and those teachings and be able to put it together towards when I go to do uh, productions and shoes, I'll be able to um, put those skills together in motion. So they, uh, if someone asks, like, um, for example, um, how do you learn how, how to do this and how, and how do you learn to do that? So if they ask, like, I will teach them the ways that that my instructors or my uh, the teachers that taught me and be able to teach them the, uh, to to uh, to move forward in um into the, into the film industry as it follow as it goes. But with um, your background and experiences with you, because a lot of people, especially older generations for us, and I know my parents were really on me about it. Do you feel that added pressure? because you got your BA to be a success in the entertainment industry just from your family? I think uh, because just because I had a, um, an artistic disability that uh, it, it might stop me from way to, to reach my goals, but I had like um, get counselors and, um, and also my peers say like, uh, don't let your uh, disability stop you from achieving your goals and uh, life because life is going to be hard uh, once you grow up so you got to be able to accept the, uh, those break breakaways and hard tools because uh, anyway you, you got people like saying no to you or maybe slamming the doors in your face uh, so you got to take those uh, negatives and turn it uh, um, into positives so 
I learned that uh, from the from the teachings I got from my counselors, and be able to uh, to take those uh, negatives and turn it into uh to positives, and that what led me to uh, get a degree in um and been fighting technical, which I studied to TV a bunch of that. Be able to get a film degree in in Miami Dade College, and be able to get a film degree into Fullerton University, and able to uh, get my production company up to the ground and be able to produce a lot of short films and be able to start my podcast and be able to become the media production company that it is right now. And we'll get to that. And honestly, with everything, what would you say that things have like definitely gone the way you wanted or would you have wanted to trade anything? for something like a little bit better of a situation, especially with the current climate that we have in the media? I mean, there are certain things that, uh, that, I, wanted, uh, that I wanted to do as a, um, as a child growing up that I had my goals, but I know that things will, will change in a certain different way. So I had to try to um, see how we can um, rotate those plans and rotate those goals in order to become a, a, a successful filmmaker that I am uh, the, right now. So, and one of the one of the goals is to own my production company, which I'm grateful to, uh, uh, to, to have, and also be able to um, uh, make a lot of, uh, be in a lot of productions, and be able to make a lot of new people, and getting the chance to um, uh, do what I, uh, what I love to do, because uh, at most of the times, you don't know where, you're going to be at just um, as long as you can have those goals and be able to, to make a difference in uh, whatever uh, your, your, your city you're at and you'll be able to um, make a, uh, how would I say, um, a recognition of, uh, for, for yourself and, um, and be able to recognize, uh, oh, this person uh, owns his own production company. Oh, like this person had been in this movie. And uh, as long as you get that, that knowledge and recognition, you know you uh you made it to the top as you is right now and with that being said would you mind three minutes on the clock what is technology films so so uh, here, here's the thing so when i came up with the technology so i kind of like took my name and like uh, biology so i took the b out and i and put uh, uh, T-R-I-C, put it together, and put a technology. So behind technology is uh, um, and to be able to uh, cook something up like you were in a science lab, to be able to cook something up like, a, uh, like, you do, like you're trying to create a media project and be able to, to, uh, to, to put it out. That like uh, most of the times, it takes a, a while uh, to, to make it look perfect, but as long as you have that strive to, 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 to make, uh, uh, have that passion in that project, It'll be a, a a good a good um experiment uh, out to the world. Oh no! And is it more so? Are you focused on short films only, music videos, strip uh, gaming, all, all around the world, man? Uh, the uh, the uh, one of us just start to say that no matter if you're working on short films, music videos, uh, feature films, or like just go out there and uh, do all the productions that uh, wherever you whatever you can do. And what genre would you say you fit in? Like documentary, like horror, etc. I would say uh, I would say all genres, 
but the the all the the genres that's making a lot of money right now is the uh the the, the actions, the horror, and the, and the comedies that making the uh, the monies right now. And Kayla, do you have anything before I continue? No, I'm I'm so excited. I haven't gotten to see any of your stuff yet. Um, I know you run a podcast also, and so I'm more familiar with that. But I want to take the time to like look at these projects because it's just as you know we're all in the industry and for people who like to see things that they won't see like on tv or in the movie theater because there's so much more art out there than what is you know put in front of them by mass produced projects like it's so good to hear about people who are just going at it every day. Like you said, your professor said, you know, whatever resonates with you, just do it. Like if you want to produce music videos and then do TV shows, do it. Like never stop. And, and like, this is proof. That's what I like to see. Yeah. And, I completely agree, and thanks to that, Kayla, because my biggest thought when I met you was, like, and how long did it take me, and I know you remember this conversation, how long was it before I realized that you were even in the film bachelor's program that we knew each other? Was it close to a year? I don't know. I think it was, like, a couple, mo- couple more months before to your, to your graduation, I think. Yeah, so it was almost, it was 10 months. Wow. Yeah, yeah you, and even Donnes, we were on the same project, and we would have never even, like, you don't always, you don't, you don't even always know who you're working with. Um, you should, but sometimes it's just, there's a lot going on behind the scenes, and, and so it's like, to be able to connect is so cool. And I've noticed throughout your entire resume, your entire reel and reel, which surprises me as well. Do you see yourself more on camera or shall we just clear you off the entire screen and do a bit of this? (gasps) I did that on purpose. For those that aren't watching the video, cutting the cap, I did that, Kayla. I know, I know you did. I still gasped. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, That's what do you like? And behind the camera. <laughs> so I'm more of uh, uh, both. Like think of of uh, Tyler Perry. Like um, yeah, he likes to be on camera and likes to be be uh, beyond the camera. And also for for Jordan Peele, like he likes to be on camera and at the same time he wants to be uh, off camera. What do you do? Amazing inspirations. Now, do you see yourself doing that for the same project, though, or? Uh, yeah, yes, uh, definitely, because uh, there are certain scripts that um that I write and uh that that's uh, like in, in the table right now that uh that I want to be kind of like put my producer and director skill in the words, but also same time want to be after it is because this is my project script and I have a like a certain vision for it. So yeah, so most definitely yes. Okay. Yeah, the reason I asked that, I've seen, like, 
the pros and the cons of that. You brought up the Jordan Peels and the Tyler Perrys. Yes, those can work when you tailor them properly. But also I've seen the negative to where even like stunt work because no one, the director, maybe is not paying direct attention to the monitor because they're in the shot that botched it and botched the stunt. So where you legit see the mock punches being thrown to where you're almost cupping the hand in the shot. Yeah. So that's why I bring that up because it's more so on a technical standpoint, especially when it comes to the edit and framing to where, where your attention like goes to. And that's a valid point. That's, that's like the biggest thing with me. Like I'm like, I don't want to do all the projects by myself. I mean, no one wants to do that. Like, that's so much work. But it's like, if I'm behind the camera and in front of the camera, what am I, what am I going to look like if I can't see both sides? You know, like, what, what is this? I won't know until after it's done. But hopefully, Trigo, you found, like, amazing crew members and people on your team that can that you can trust to like allow you to do both sides. Well, okay, so. considering I'm on one of his upcoming projects, I would say yes. <laughs> just, just to talk yourself up on it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it's like the, honestly, and that just to have that network of friends that you know and trust and know, what their interests you know right very different than having a team that you honestly one you don't know and two you just your ideas clash almost on the regular right because it could easily play off on set on set on the final product of a shoot to where the project just looks nasty and that's the one thing you don't want But I think this is actually a good time to stop. We'll be right back. guys we are back to the second half of this episode of all about millennials with trico fullerton and we are diving heavy into behind the scenes of filmmaking right now and we're we're very passionate about teamwork yeah i completely agree because even when i think we were going knee deep when we first started this it was almost come in let's think of an idea i'll edit and i'll make up all the social media every little thing and now it's almost like after going on four months at this point kayla and i have split kind of the workload in a sense to where she's over the seeing the social media me when it comes to what you guys see or what you guys see because it's all the same file but still and then just communication on what the episodes are and it's not all on one person 
And I feel like that when it comes to podcasting and when it comes to filmmaking is so crucial to aiding someone else's vision because I've seen some one-man projects. They're very hard to just watch and it's just like, okay, I'm just doing this to be kind, but I really want to. Next. But then again, I have some great friends who I enjoy, and that's why we have another good friend of mine to, here today who's currently in Miami, Mr. Fullerton. How have you been this whole, like, little bit? Uh, it's been crazy, but um, with the coronavirus, everything going on in, in Miami, we have new cases coming out every day, so, but um, everything is going good, so... Um, around here so and um i have my podcast uh, i have my podcast show on your youtube channel where you guys can uh, you guys can check out and link to the description yeah, yeah. and uh, do, you, do you find that in this time you're kind of able to create some new projects that you're you're gonna bust out soon if not right now Has uh you yeah. period for you uh yes. Tomorrow. Uh, yes. Uh, most of the times, I, like friends, uh, friends who have like uh, coming projects, and uh, and they always call me up because they know like I'm the the good filmmaker and the good actor that they always can get get call up. So like anytime that I don't have nothing scheduled on my uh, on my uh, on my schedule time, I'm always there to, for them to help. Uh, they're always there to help out. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we have. Two projects coming up, uh, one in July and one in August. If um, if uh, if our uh, if it goes our way with uh, with the weather and nothing like, corona spike is going on, but we just have to wait and see. And I think it's very different right now with the climate per, like city and per state. Because I know you and I were talking Trico with the climate in Miami, and I think personal max was like a hundred for what we're in before. And that's like very much pushing it with everything. I think LA is going to be very telling. Like you guys are about to hear some canned carrot noise forever and a day on a lot of game shows and a lot of sitcoms coming out like late fall, early winter, mm -hmm. just because we stuff's got to get shot. People have already gotten greenlit. For the fall production season however by like august september we're not going to have enough of a clearance to have like your live audiences like your yeah so shows like the price is right and uh show game shows like on cbs are gonna look so weird yeah feel so weird because you Especially let's make a deal because they pull everybody directly from the crowd to be the cast and it's so at random. But it's like without a live audience there, it's nuts to figure out how like the production flows. So it's gonna be very I think this may be one of the most intriguing production seasons on air just to see how creative like a lot of the producers a lot of the directors and a lot of the 
director of photography's like come up with how are we going to frame and how are we going to do this and keep people a hundred percent safe so i'm looking forward to that and then that's la but how is it in uh new york by your experience taylor i mean i'm i'm out of the city right now so i i don't really know right now i focus more on like my kind of like salesy side um and do some like extra like not extras because I don't want to I don't want to confuse not background work but I do other other sources of income for the summer um but I can tell you right now that uh a lot of the people that live in New York City are elsewhere right now they're trying to get stuff going again and it's very limited and um social distancing but it it's going to be interesting for any like filmmaking for sure because the amount of people you're allowed to have in one area is limited and i know a lot of the um like a lot of actual people that are in the industry are out where i am right now which is in the hamptons um they've been quarantining out here so it's like um i'm sure that they have to fly you know back to la or back to new york whatever to do stuff but i think for the most part people are still at home you know like unless you're unless you're on the production side and you're well you could even do meetings online now so i I don't really know what's going to happen um and and with the summer i think for everybody with the summer it's kind of a weird time too you know, like, like pilot season just ended for anybody that doesn't know what that is. It's when all the shows usually shoot their stuff before they um, are released. And, and so now it's that they continue filming because most pilot season is one episode and whatever yeah. the network says off that uh, episode when it's finally edited, right. you can shoot more or... I want, I'm not funding this. Right. So it's, it's kind of just, a, I think, a weird time for everyone. And, and I know a lot, like, as well as for, like, modeling, I've gotten some of that stuff. There have been a lot of self-tapes, which is actually, you know, good for people that are at home. And, uh and then from there it's just very like a very limited amount of people in one setting yeah so yeah it's going to be an interesting late summer to winter 2020 just to see i'm just saying it i'm fortunate to the more that this kind of stuff is limited the more fortunate i am that we're doing a podcast like I can record music from home and like I am one know, cable away from starting streaming. Yeah, like we we find other things, other passions that we like that that we can make happen. Um which is really cool. So have in regards to Trico, what have you been uh, doing like in your off time since it's been kind of like slow and probably won't pick up till sometime randomly next year 
So as you know, my current job with the Miami Heat is closed. So we are still waiting to see but us working to. I mean, I know my viewers don't, my viewers and my listeners don't know, but I do. Yeah, so like all of us with the Miami Heat work at the NBA, we are, we try to figure out where we can where we can go back to work. And um, but in the time being, so we just had to um, like for example, like I used to go to the uh, the Planet Fit gyms, but now we don't know when the gym is gonna go back up. So instead, I do my workouts at home. I even do like a either a walk or 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 run a mile around around my around my block and stuff like that. So. I do my work at, uh, at home, and then I take the time and, and um, just catch up with, with some shows and movies because Netflix be having a lot of new stuff on there the, the, for everybody that uh, that stays at home. And of course, uh, with new games are coming up uh, as well, with the PS5 being announced and everything, that keep us excited to, uh, to stay home and all that stuff. So yeah, um, it's kind of um, weird to try to get with the, the new normal, but it also takes the time for like people like uh, that want to go back to work and say like and waiting for their next stimulus check to come. So yeah, it's a lot of process to work through. But um, we just had to see what the next couple of months and maybe till 2021 uh, feels like it will, in, in regards to the being a new normal in my life. Well, you brought up gaming, and I I want my viewers to know. I want to know this. If you've played it, no spoilers. But I know there's a certain hate that is going on with a newer release that just came out. I think it was last, like legit as this was dropping last week. Please tell me you're not, you're not going to ask about The Last of Us Part 2. Yes, I am. Your <laughs> thoughts on it. So, there was a lot of guns. No spoilers, though. Yeah, that's all. That's all I'm going to say. There's a certain controversy for for a certain cutscene. I'm not going to spoil anything. That's all I've been hearing. But overall, the gameplays, all that stuff, is really good. That's all the uh, the the reviews that I've been I, I've been hearing about for The Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> yeah, I I knew you were going to figure out exactly where I was going with that because it yeah. is. Like, for me, and I think that's one of the things that have helped a lot of us, it's um, having these cinematic games over this quarantine, because Mortal Kombat 11 just dropped Aftermath. You have The Last of Us. You're getting ready to have, like, the PS5. Even though the game is borderline disgusting, you still have the 2K20 My Career mode cutscenes. Yep. I'd rather play the NBA one, but still. Yeah, and um, it's going to be interesting because now with the PS5 uh, coming out, all the PlayStation owners are going to be like, hmm, should I get the PS5? Because uh, I know there's going to be Sp Spider-Man, Miles Morales, a new NBA 2K21 coming out, and all the new stuff. But you have on the other side saying, should I stick with the PS4 and just wait about a couple of months or so? So that's the question what everyone's had to worry about. As far as the Xbox is concerned, um, I had an Xbox since the very first Xbox. And that's the only Xbox I had. So after that, I just stuck with the, with the PlayStation systems as a, all, all the way. 
my only the only way I would get an Xbox is if another KI comes out on it. I don't care for Halo, but if there is a Killer Instinct 2021 or 2022 on the new Xbox, I'll consider it. Other than that, I don't care. And Smash Ultimate, my roommates have that, and yeah, I'm kind of ready for the arms crossover, but even then, it's just like, hands up, I'm just ready for whatever. And as I said, I'm missing one cable that should be on its way. And just having fun, Facebook gaming and doing whatever, that's me in the quarantine. And I think I had this discussion in LA because of like, to kind of get back on topic, because of the lower capacities, unless you're like SAG Actra for a studio project, so like a major studio project, you won't be getting on unless you're associated with that project like higher up, you have less opportunities to get on. So what do you think in regards to that? And Kayla, this goes to you too. In regards to just entertainment in general, do you think it'll survive this quote unquote entertainment downfall because of the um, quote unquote issue that we have right now? Health wise, I'd rather not say the name again. But uh, yeah, I think there may be a social, a pretty much a downslide in the entertainment industry and the quality, unless it's more so at the house. And will it be a good thing for independent filmmakers and content creators, or will it be the end of anything that's not? multi-million dollar budgets that could probably pipe in crowd noise so to answer that question like it's gonna take time like for hollywood to to adapt the the, uh the new normal when it comes to like everyone from all 50 states of the try to do do productions like for example i mentioned in my last uh, few episodes on my podcast like the florida film convention put out the new rules as regards to like, we're, we're still in the, uh, in the pandemic, like everywhere got to wear masks at all times, temperatures got to be checked and, uh, and all that stuff. So, and it's kind of um, a little instructive, like let's say but, like the actors got to get closer, like to do a hug or a kiss scene. It's got to be hard, to, it's going to be hard to do because like, um, yeah, you try to do the social distancing from everyone, or, like all the crew stuff. So. Uh, if you're in the uh, short film um, uh, business, so my suggestion is like to stay with uh, a short crew at a time, so that way uh, it won't be too dramatic. But as far as the the long crew and the film for it, um, that's on to where you at a certain pace of what you got to do because like um, I know, but New Zealand, UK has been given the okay to, uh, to resume production. Like, for example, Jurassic World began production. Uh, the Witchers uh, get ready to start production again. Matrix 4 is starting production again. So we just had to see, like, how the, the, the film commissions work and, uh, and towards the rules and all that stuff. So it's, uh, um, it's going to be 
very distrustful of how the new normal is going to be, but like for us, uh, Hollywood and us filmmakers, but we just had to see how we could uh, adapt from that. And uh, same to you, Kayla? Yeah, I think, I think that, I mean, right now, and I'm speaking on behalf of at least the three of us, but I know many, many other people out there in this time, all we want to do is get back into it. Like, there's no if, ands, or buts about if, if we're going to be able to. In our minds, we're just like, as soon as we get the, like, date that we're allowed to start production, we will. As soon as blah, blah, blah happens, we will. It's not like, oh, man, like, my chances are ruined forever because of this pandemic. So, and I'm, I'm just gonna just broadly put it out there that most other filmmakers are like that and are super excited to continue and so I I think that in itself is what's going to keep people going I think as far as like union goes SAG-AFTRA is the union um for for actors for those that don't know I think and and a lot of a lot of famous um actors or if if not all the famous actors are are part of that Screen Actors Guild. Um, I think that that's not really going to go away. I think right now, though, there is a redefining period with the film industry because I'm seeing a lot out there about um, with the Black Lives Matter movement, people demanding just, justice for, for diversity. And I think that in itself is going to change, but no matter what, we're going to push for new projects um, and hopefully kind of reinvent how we think of the industry and, and really push for, for the correct representation of people. Well, for me, it kind of forced the envelope and I agree with everything that you both have said. It kind of, push the envelope a little bit and one thing i was talking about with will who was on last week and it's very going to be extremely harder unless you're like union background if you're trying less for non-union period it's going to be hard unless you're doing like independent productions right now because of the quantities that people can't have on sets right yeah. You get work. So a lot of people are only going to have like union people on sets. One, because they almost have to. And two, it's like you can keep a low quantity. Because I know for a couple of the shows that I've worked in LA, they've had kids on set. Kids or people over 50. Well, who's at high risk for a you know what? kids and people over 50 so they're going to want to keep keep them in the safest spot especially as a principal sag actor participant versus just having a bunch of non-union background running around on set so i'm sure writers and producers will accommodate for that however will it be good for those wanting to start in the industry or those like non-union wanting to do something 
Probably not, but... I think it'll be a matter of, like, thinking outside the box. Right, to get those and, opportunities. Exactly. And and that's why I'm, like, hopeful, because I feel like we personally will continue to think of ways that work rather than... And, and like, like Trico says, I like being the director and I like being the actor. So, and I like being the writer. And, and for us, we like hosting, we like acting, we like, you like stunt work, I like music, you know, we, we kind of take our, our strengths, or you like editing, and I like doing graphic design, too. Right. It's like we take our strengths, and, and we apply that where it fits for us. And I think that's, that's what I was kind of referring to with us. Maybe we don't get to do the acting for a project, you know, this time around, but we'll continue to do projects until we build, like we're still continuing to build ourselves. And at the end of the day, now more than ever, make your own opportunities. Make mm -hmm. your own luck, make your own opportunities, or just, please, sir, can I get a job? Can I get a job? Now it's going to be like, Okay, I'm just gonna give me six feet and more. Bye bye. Yeah, I don't. I I don't know about you guys, but I'm constantly thinking to myself, like, all right, what am I working on right now? What do I have to show people that I'm still doing something? And and it all comes down to, like you just said, like doing it ourselves, like making the opportunity for ourselves. And with that being said, and just for the simple fact, I know time is of the essence and time is slowly but surely getting away from us. Trico, do you have any advice for any up and coming content creator or someone just wanting to provide their own way? Whether, regardless of diversity, even though we are focused a little bit for this three-part series on Black business owners. Uh, the one thing I'm going to say is that if you have that certain passion in the entertainment uh, media industry, uh, go for it. Don't let, uh, you might have another life uh, uh, besides, uh, besides that, but don't let that stop you for uh, getting into the industry and achieve your goals and, and what you want to do. And uh, do you have anything you would like to hover promote right now? Uh, all I say is, is uh, uh, yeah, keep an update when, when uh, new episodes are upload on, the, uh, on my YouTube channel for Technology News Talk. And I hope to have a new project uh, uh, coming soon. Uh, out to, out there so we can show, showcase our new uh, projects. But until then, uh, uh, keep your eyes up for for new episodes of the, of the Technology News Talk. What about you, Kayla? Well, if you want to follow my personal, which last week I was like, I don't know what I was going through. I was like, oh, I'll plug this later in the in the in the comment in the description. Whatever words, guys, words. Um, <laughs> I'll plug my personal page this week. Um, it is Kayla Maurer, 
which is K-A-E-H-L-A-M-A-U-R-E-R. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. Um, I, I've been doing a lot of beauty stuff. So I've, I've been trying to make everything work in the last couple of weeks with me going back to work full time. Um, and then of course we have our podcast, which is all about millennials and you can find us on Instagram, which please follow us because we're growing our Instagram and in the, uh, link in our bio, you'll see all the different ways that you can listen slash watch our podcast. And for myself at DQ for all on most social media. And for the podcast at all underscore am podcast on Instagram with the flow page in the description with everything that Kayla said. And until then, with our AMA 4th of July weekend special, ta-ta for now. Bye, guys.